You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Well, you know, I just made a quick uh, trip up there from the States. Oh, dear God. Just had a real good time up there. Wow. Lots of... Uh, Do you realize that you might actually be insulting in your accent? Is that really what they sounded like? I'm not trying to be insulting, but I kid <laughs> you not, I really... And most people didn't speak like that, but I did hear A's and, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, sorry. It depended on, I think, where people were from, but okay. I'm telling you... From what, prov- from what province From what they province? Were from? Perhaps of what course. province, but I'm telling you, there were people that sounded like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever oh and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. Of course, uh, coming off of Labor Day weekend, I am back from Canada myself. Um, we, uh, we've got a bunch of stuff lined up for today. I want to say this. We have an amazing guest who's going to be joining us here in a bit. By the name of Greg James, who is here from Portland and created an internet phenomenon that is called Star Drunk. Which so, is awesome, which I just checked this morning, by the way, and from when I checked it last night to when I checked it this morning, they've already had 20,000 more views. How many do they have total now? They have almost 700,000 views, and this That's video has been up for a week. So if you haven't seen Star Drunk, and, and you didn't know this, it's from a Portland-based group. It, they're, they're from right here in Portland, and it's made it onto Reddit and like national news. It's gone viral, and essentially what it is, it's a movie they conceived of drunk, wrote drunk, and filmed drunk. Yes, the only person that is not intoxicated while filming it. So they all were intoxicated while they wrote the concept for this film, wrote the script, wrote everything. The only person the entire thing that isn't drunk while it's filming is the director. Other than that, <laughs> everybody else is schnockered. And they make this they, they made this movie called Star Drunk. It's five minutes long. It is hilariously great. I've personally seen it probably a dozen times. I've probably watched it about that much as yeah. well. And then as we were watching it, because I, I saw it on one of the websites that I go to daily. It's a national website that I go to. I'm like, I know that guy. I'm like, I'm Facebook friends with that guy. <laughs> and sure enough, look, and it's a local production. It's a local Port- it's local Portland folks that put this on, and it's getting rave reviews and a lot of attention all over. I'm sure it's going to break a million anytime soon. Oh, here. I'm sure, yeah. If it's already at this point, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. So it is it is awesome, and we're going to have Greg James in here uh, in just a little bit to talk all about it. And um, I don't know if he'll be drunk when he comes in or not. But you know what? He did say, he said that he was talking to uh, the cast and crew, and they did, make, uh, they did make a decision that he probably should have some <laughs> alcohol while he's here. So he actually wrote me, which I'm excited to meet him because we've only uh, talked via the internet. So we've never, I don't think I've met in person. Yeah. And so he's just like, so it was, uh, it was overruled that I am going to bring whiskey with me and I'm probably going to have shots while we talk. That's awesome. I'm like, okay, I think that's all right. Anyone who comes to the studio with whiskey in hand, a-okay. Okay, we should make the questions harder and harder the more drunk that he gets and just and just try to try to see what happens with that. Okay. I think this should All right, I like, I like this. I this like is this. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that'll be coming up on the show in just a little bit. And there's something else here before we carry on with the show that we need to make sure you know about and uh, make sure a boot and make sure that you're well oh, aware God, of. Greg, you've got to stop that. Someone's saying that you sound like you're from Minnesota. <laughs> it's totally... Minnesota. That's uh, exactly what it sounds like. No, I just insulted all of Minnesota. Uh, so... It is this. Coming up, Wednesday, September 18th. We had the first one, and you guys loved it, and we're doing another one. The Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Which we are super stoked about. So we showed you four amazing local comedians last time. 
it's time for a brand new batch. Absolutely. And we have four more comedians on this. So it's September 18th. That's a Wednesday. And it's going to be at the Secret Society at mm-hmm. 116 Northeast Russell Street. One of our, you know, our longtime sponsors. An amazing, amazing place. If you went last time, you know it was it was awesome. You this know how much gonna, fun it was. Yeah. yeah and this is going to be <laughs> just the same, if not bigger. And if you missed it last time, here is your chance to go again. It is so, so cool that we're able to put this on. So September 18th, the doors will be at 7 p.m. You can get there early and have drinks though show will go on at 8 and it'll uh, get done probably about 9.30 mm-hmm. so so you know you'll still be able to on a Wednesday night go out have fun and then if you need to go home for work you'll be perfectly fine to do that Absolutely. Or stay there or and have some drinks or you can stay out just like we did last time and Absolutely. hang out mill about My, you get to and it's plus it's the opportunity to meet a ton of amazing people too not only see live comedy have good drinks also like get to meet a bunch of people who also uh, are fun employment radio listeners yes who you might know you know from the chat from Facebook from anything and it's really neat to see everybody else intermingling too and getting to meet each other and we're really super excited to meet you guys too yes. so and awesome. um, you can get your tickets right now at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Just go there um, at the very top, uh, where, you know, underneath where our name is. You will see a link to it where you can click on that and go straight there and buy the tickets. So it is <laughs> it is fantastic yes. that uh, that you guys are able to do that. So, so this time around, pick up the tickets. I do want to name the comedians that we're having on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this time around, we are having four amazing local comedians. We've uh, all... Greg and I have both seen these guys many, many times. They are solid, oh, yeah. hilarious through and through. Like yes. very different styles of comedy apiece, but they're great. There's the food truck right on time outside. Of course. Uh, so, of course, the first comedian we have, uh, well, we don't know what order it's going to be in, so we're just going to kind of list them. So it's going to be uh, local comedians Todd Armstrong, who's very, very funny. He was one of the finalists for Portland's Funniest uh, yes. Person. Uh, Barbara Holm, who is the cutest thing I think you will ever see in your entire life. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, Sean Jordan, we've had him on the show before. Uh, Sean is amazingly funny. And also Randy Mendez, who is also, I believe he took... Second or third? Second or third in Portland's yeah, Funniest Portland's Person. Yeah, Portland's Funniest Person. He is hilarious. And uh, we're super excited to have them on board, and we are so excited yes. that they're doing our showcase. Absolutely. So please pick up tickets. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Just click on that link. Uh, pick up the ticket. Buy one for you. Buy one for a friend. And come there and hang out with us and laugh and have a good time and amazing drink. So once again, they're on sale right now. You can just go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link right on the top, and you can purchase your tickets in advance. Absolutely. Blah, 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 blah. So cool. All right, so now, are you going to start talking comedian or comedian? Canadian again. Oh, yes. Well, Freudian slip. Are you talking comedian again? <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, okay. So, this weekend, it was Labor Day weekend. I did. I went up to uh, to Victoria, Canada. Victoria, British <laughs> Columbia. Um, so, what on was Vancouver it like? Vancouver Island. I haven't been there since I was 12, but I remember it being like a magical, like, old-timey kind of almost like Englandish kind of place. Is it kind it of is. like that? Yeah, it's very similar to that, actually. It's, it's kind of set up... Um, you know, I mean, obviously it's British Columbia, so there's a heavy British influence on everything. And it is amazing. So it's located on Vancouver Island. So you have, you have to take a ferry to get there. Mm-hmm. So it's like an hour and a half ferry ride to get there. And you're just going through the middle of the strait. And then all of a sudden this magical land uh, just shows up in front of you. And it is, it was awesome. And I have to say this, Canada, you guys are nice. They Can- are nice. Canadians are awesome. <laughs> Canada, you are nice. <laughs> Canada, you get a Blanket thumbs up. Blanket statement from Greg. Blanket statement. Can- Canadians are awesome. No, seriously. I mean, everybody there is so friendly, like friendly almost to a fault. Yeah. Like just, oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, sorry. And not everybody does the sorry thing. You know, I'm, I am exaggerating are you, a bit. It, 
I know that you're kind of like joking around with a Canadian accent, but it almost seems like you're kind of trying to incorporate it into your lexicon, trying to trying to pass it off. I'm not sure what you're oh. talking about. You oh know, it just came God. up from the states. Oh my! And God. that is they refer to the U.S. as the states. Oh, I remember that, that from to. being in, uh, from living in London. Like nobody says United States. There's like the states. Oh, you're from the states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's pretty much it. And. And so, I mean, I, I, it's pretty amazing. So you come into Victoria, and it's like a big uh, bay where everything's just lined up around the bay. Mm-hmm. And I was staying just a little bit away from the downtown, like five-minute walk from downtown Victoria. Oh, very so, nice. Oh, yeah, it was, it was real nice. Uh, so <laughs> that, was a, that was accent fail. I'm not sure what that one was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm attempting, but it's not really work, working out very well. Uh, so it was... Uh, you know, there's a ton of tourists in there, and there's the, the little harbor there with all the boats and everything like that, and a bunch of seaplanes taking off. Oh, so really? The, oh, I'll talk about the seaplanes. It was pretty amazing. I have to admit, I want to ride on a seaplane now. Um, but yeah, it was. It, it is. It's a very, very British-like. You know, as far as the setup, they have so the it's Empress Brit, Brit Light. Uh, Brit Light. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mr. So there was a, uh, you know, there's the Empress Hotel. Was there which a Wee is, Britain? There's a Wee Britain. <laughs> so that's kind of what it was. It was Wee Britain. So there's the Empress Hotel, which is this enormous hotel, like the landmark of Victoria. This is the big thing in Victoria is the Empress Hotel, which sits right at the harbor. And I don't know how many stories, you know, 25 stories tall or okay. more than that. I, I don't even know. I mean, it's it's gigantic. It looks like something out of a movie, which I'm sure it's probably been in a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's one of those things that you just don't you don't see in real life very often. Mm-hmm. Like you see something like that. It looks like it should be in Harry Potter or something. <laughs> like it just doesn't seem real. No, it doesn't seem real. And so the Empress Hotel is right there downtown. And then you just kind of, uh, you know, it, I will say this. It is very an, a very Northwest town. Mm. You know, there's a lot of Portland and Seattle aspects to it too. Because, I mean, it's not that far away. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Northwest, just it's, a different country. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's still Northwest. So there's a lot of similarities uh, between here. But there were some things that were, uh, that were a little bit different, you know, in... One thing I will say, and I posted this online um, yesterday, mm-hmm. poutine is amazing. So there were a bunch of recommendations that uh, that listeners gave me when I went up there, and they had, um, you know, particularly uh, Carrie from Canada, okay. Carrie, our friend Carrie, you know, Carrie and, and, the Canadian. and I've heard from a bunch of other Canadians too. One of which did not like the fake Canadian accent I did on Friday. Uh, he wasn't very enthused with that one, but uh, we had a bunch of recommendations, and I tried to. I tried to try all of the things that were recommended. So I did have poutine, which I didn't know what poutine was. All right, I've heard of poutine, but I I don't know if I've ever had it. The name alone makes me cringe a little bit. I'm not going to lie. The name sounds... uh, It's kind of like French fry thing, right? Yeah, I mean poutine. It doesn't sound like something I would like. Oh, it sounds like a delicacy to me. Oh, really? Yeah, poutine. I don't know. Maybe my mind's just a little bit worse than that. But poutine, so what it is, it's... It's amazing. It's essentially Canadian nachos. <laughs> what That's, do you mean Canadian nachos? So, so you get these. Here's how it's laid out, and I'll just explain it. So it comes in kind of like a big bowl or plate, and it's big, thick, like uh, like home-cut fries. Okay. They lay the fries on there. Then they cover them in gravy. So a big, th- a thick gravy is just doused like all gravy, over the thing. Like gravy, like mashed potatoes and gravy? Yeah, like okay. that kind of gravy okay. is doused over them. And in intermixed with that, they put cheese curds. Which <gasps> I love cheese curds loaded with cheese curds that melt. This is the kind that I had, and it was at Darcy's in uh, in Victoria, and loaded with cheese curds, and then those melt in with it, melt in with the with the gravy and the fries. Oh my then it's, god! You've got green onions that are put in there, and then you top it with 
bacon is what I talked about. Does it, it always with. come topped with bacon? It doesn't bacon? always come. That was an oh, option. God. But I was it like, wasn't just it wasn't fattening enough. No, I'm just like if you're gonna do it, why not just do it? So wow. topped it with bacon on in addition to that. You eat it with a fork and it's I mean basically it's full of everything that's terrible for you you can possibly imagine. And it's amazing. That sounds amazing. It is so good. <laughs> Keelan says that sounds like white folks heaven. <laughs> it does. Well, I didn't put ranch on it. I, saw, I think some people were putting I ranch on it. I don't know. There, cheese curds are pretty as much as American as you get, though. Yeah. Cheese Covering something with melting cheese curds. Melting cheese curds. I think that almost be, might be more American than ranch. Well, and for me, that just sounds like something that, you know, it doesn't in principle sound like something I would probably ever order. But I figured, all right, I'm here. It's recommended so many times. Got to try it. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So it was worth it. Oh, it's so worth it. I think there are it. places in town that make that. You know, I, I put up something on my Facebook page asking for a recommendation on that. I think there actually might be a place right down the street that makes it. So just so you oh, know. Oh, really? Well, your waistline might be suffering. <laughs> yeah, it's not something I can eat very often. That's like a once or twice a year type of food for me because it's just, it's so much. Um, here, I'll see if I can find my picture of it. And I'll post that into the live chat uh, so, you guys, so you guys can see what mine look like. <laughs> it was, seriously, it's, it's amazing. It is. It is so good, and it and it's being noted in the chat. Keelan's saying, "Oh Jesus, that looks nasty." You would think so. I yeah, because it does look. Oh, it looks ridiculous. But it's amazing. It is so good, and I don't even usually like foods like this, but it's so. I was good. gonna say you are like the definition of a finicky eater. Oh yeah. Like I can't even imagine what you would have been like as a child. Just like oh. no, nope. no. Nope, that, a lot of a lot of no's. Yeah. A lot of no's were said. Um, I did, when I was when I was a kid, my um. When I would go stay at Nate's, at my friend Nate's house, uh, his mom would have to call my mom to find out what I could eat because I was so picky. Oh, I you just were that eat. kid. I was that kid. You were that kid. I wouldn't eat. I just, I would be like, no, I don't want to eat it. Yeah, I was a little snot. So, so that, uh, but, but I'm telling you, man, poutine is amazing. It's, it's worth trying. And uh, there were different recommendations of places here in town that have it. Uh, if you can find one that has it and has it good. Definitely try it. That's all I can say. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. Um, so so did that and uh, and tried that out and then you know walked around walked around Victoria. Went out on uh, Saturday night for mm-hmm. a little, little bit of a night on the town. Oh, did you meet? So people are inquiring minds want to know. Greg, did you meet uh, a lady cougar, a, a Canadian cougar? Uh, I talked to some ladies. I wouldn't say that I necessarily hit it off with. With necessary no, I got actually uh, frustratingly so. I picked so I I was trying to pick a bar to go to, mm-hmm. and you walked around. And let me just say this: things are expensive. It's it's expensive. Yeah, there. Isn't Canadian money worth more than American money? Canadian money is worth more. Um, Man, the last time I went there, Canadian was like half of American. I think like because oh, it was yeah. so many years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, it's worth more than the U.S. dollar now. So thanks, Obama. So there's so, that. <laughs> so oh, speaking of which, I have something on that too. Okay. Uh, uh, so, so I was trying to find some place that wasn't. I mean, basically everywhere I was looking, the minimum was ten bucks for a pint. Dang, ten Canadian dollars, and I'm like, yeah, that's a little out of my price range. Is there tax too? And there's tax on top of it, huge tax. So it's like a buck fifty tax on pretty much everything. Wow, that is significantly out of my price range. Way out of my price yeah. range too. <laughs> I was like, I'm here, so I do have to go find somewhere. So I found a place that was essentially it. Well, it was a sports bar. Um, a Canadian sports bar. Mm-hmm. I, I just say Canadian in front of everything because it's in Victoria. Because everything's nothing, Canadian. It's just true. a sports bar yeah. is what it was. <laughs> Happened to be in Canada. And uh, and they were having they were showing the UFC fight, which I'm not into UFC really. It's just I understand a lot of people are. It's not my thing. But they had this outdoor patio, 
And it said, you know, everything's full, like uh, we're booked because they were charging a cover to go in and see it. Mm -hmm. And so asked the lady and she uh, let me sit outside and not go in and I didn't have to pay the tax, which is which is perfect. Because it's like, well, I don't want to watch the fight. I want to sit outside and I don't have to pay the cover. Oh, my gosh. It's Greg's best night ever. Yeah. And they had five dollar beers, which is about as cheap as you can possibly find. Mm -hmm. Um, So sat out there and had some beers, ended up talking to uh, I mean, because it was UFC fighters, basically a bro thing that was going on there. (gasps) It was a Canadian Brodio? Canadian Brodio. What are Canadian bros like? Um, very similar to U.S. bros. Are they as aggressive as U.S. bros? Uh, no, actually pretty nice. Okay. I have to say. like, uh, the, I, was, I was sitting there, and there was some guy who wanted to come out, and, and he was having a cigarette. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to stand next to you for a few, okay? And this guy, I'm not joking about the accent. He had a thick <laughs> accent. Like that's, that's pretty similar to how he spoke. And it's, I know that's not everyone in Canada. Uh, but this guy did actually have that accent. And he was hey. he was trashed too. Was he one of the, so he was in there watching the the fight? Yeah. So I, I talked to him like, oh yeah, in there watch the fight. He's like, oh yeah, I just won won a set of tires from my buddy in there. We placed a bet on it. We best bet four hundred dollars and and uh, and a set of tires. So he was betting big with wow. his wow and four hundred dollars and four hundred bucks. Okay. So he won the set of tires and he was. Um, he, oh yeah, and then he said, and my buddy has to do me a solid, so he owes me a favor now. So, whatever that means, this is what uh, this is what <laughs> what he was saying. So I, I talked to him for a little while. He was he was actually pretty nice, and I'm like, uh, oh yeah, are you, are you from Victoria? He's like, well, I am now. I lived in Vancouver for the last three years, but now I'm back here. And uh, oh man, it's it's great. I love it here. Where where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Portland. He's like, oh, you're from the states. Okay, yeah, yeah. But what are you doing up here? Oh my god. I'm like, oh, I'm up here, you know, for vacation and all that. So. No, you were supposed to say for holiday. For holiday, I didn't say holiday. Mm-hmm. I said it was a uh, said it was a long weekend. That's what it know. is, Greg. They don't go for vacation; they go for holiday. Okay, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I messed up on that one. You sure did. So, so talked to this, this random drunk guy for a while. He broke his cigar while he was trying to smoke it, um, and then uh, and then he he wandered off back inside. So talked to a few Canadians. I did say every. I did say they were they were all nice. I have to say that's for the most part. For the most part. Uh-oh. For the most well, part. Well, what do you mean for the most part? Um, well, I went to, to Chinatown. So Victoria has an old Chinatown, which according to all of the signs is the oldest Chinatown in all of Canada. Oh, wow. Which apparently it is. So I went down there and I just went to a mini mart and like bought some sunglasses. So uh, and uh, here's the thing. And I know I'm going to get a bunch of shit for this. So U.S. dollars are accepted there. Mm-hmm. There's, they're really. I didn't even see anywhere where I could exchange U.S. dollars for Canadian dollars. It's just they just take them, and for the most part, they take it straight across, so they don't bother doing the uh, doing the exchange rate. Okay. So essentially, you're winning because you're because the Canadian dollar is stronger, but you're paying in U.S. dollars, and so you get it for a little bit less. Oh well, that's. It's cool. kind of. It I mean, that doesn't make sense, but I mean, that's n- nice that they do that. It's because they don't want to bother going through the exchange mm-hmm. rate. So they're just like, ah, no, we'll just do it straight across. It's just easier since they have so many U.S. tourists coming in there. So I was like, all right, well, that works for me. Then I'm going to pay most of the U.S. I still feel US like you're dollars. talking with some sort of random Canadian accent. Well, right I, now. I don't know what you're talking about, oh but I mean, you know, God, that's what I just paid in U.S. dollars. Okay. So, so I, I paid in U.S. dollars, and the the guy. It was Chinatown. The man was Chinese. He did say he was from China. Okay. Originally, of course, living there now. And as soon as I pay with the U.S. dollar, he's like, oh, you're from the States. Well, let me just tell you this. Obama is ridiculous for wanting to bomb Syria. We don't need any more wars. What is the deal? Why Why do you people want to bomb everyone? And I'm like going off on He was yelling me. at you? He was yelling at me. Like you and your personal relationship with Obama? Yes. Like- 
Because okay. as though I have some control, the guy buying sunglasses in a mini mart because it's cheaper there in Chinatown in Victoria, as though I have control over the U.S. government and what our foreign policies are. So this dude just goes off about Obama and goes off about Syria and the wars. And I'm not even going to get into the political side of it because I was just like, dude, I'm just buying sunglasses, man. That's really awkward. I don't have anything to do with this. And he gave me a big, long spiel about how we're wrong. And how everything's wrong. Say, telling it to me. As like, you're giving you're him wrong. money for... You're purchasing some of his wares as yes. he's yelling at you. Yes. And he's explaining to me how wrong I am. And I'm like, I didn't even say anything. I'm not... Like I would go in and bring up Obama or Syria. Like, yeah. Like I'm going to bring up politics at all. You just happened to pull out the wrong currency. Uh, the wrong currency. Yeah. Which it says on his thing, except U.S. currency. So I figured that was okay. So I oh, did, that's I, so awkward. I did get yelled at by... <laughs> By a, by a Chinese Canadian man over Obama. So once again, thanks Obama, thanks for that. And it's all my fault. What's we happening? We need to make a meme of that of you being yelled at by a Chinese man, <laughs> just like the thanks Obama. <laughs> it's all it's all my fault. Everything. I'll call up Obama later and let him know what the uh, guy at the mini mart in Victoria. Uh, now people had are asking to say. what you, how you responded. Did you yell back? No, I didn't. I wasn't going to get into a yelling match in in Canada over politics. I don't want to talk about politics. When I'm on vacation. So, no, I was just like, oh, yeah, well, yep, I mean, that's, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's sure. That's pretty much what I did. I did deflection questions like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I hear you. I mean, yeah, no, war's, war's bad. Um, but yeah, your store's really nice. That's, uh, I really that's like neat. your store. As I'm tr- waiting there for my change. So he held my change hostage so that he oh. could talk longer. So I had no choice. I had to sit there and wait so for my change. So you even had to, like, hostage negotiate to get your change back. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I had to goodness. sit there and take, <laughs> take him berating me. In order to get my change back. And then once he was done, then he handed me my change. Did he just not even look at you? Did he just turn yeah. away? Yeah. Uh, he said, well, you have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, pal. I'll walk off. But uh, good sunglasses? Yeah, they were cheap. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Good sunglasses. Well- so other than that, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty cool. And uh, and I do have to say, so the hotel I was staying in was, um, it was, it was at the top floor. In this hotel. Ooh la la. Isn't that what's called the penthouse? The penthouse. You were staying in a penthouse? I was in, staying in a penthouse. In Victoria? I was indeed. Oh my God. I was indeed. And it was oh, right Greg, on the... life is rough. Yes. Thanks, Mom <laughs> and Dad. Uh, so it was... Uh, which I was there, so it's, there's no uh, no confusion. Yeah, I was up there because my parents are up there for for vacation, so they let me come up and stay with them for for a couple of days, which was which was fun. It oh was yeah, fun to get out of town, and it was right on the harbor. So my dad is really into boats and seaplanes, as pretty much everyone's dad in the world is. Mm-hmm. So so you know he had his binoculars and his telescope to watch the planes take off and all that stuff, and I I did watch some of that. I did find that the you know there's a lot of other hotels around there. Oh god, it, you so. weren't even peeping at the. I wasn't peeping. I was just investigating to make sure things were, were going okay at the other hotels. You know, I mean, it was right across the water from other ones. I may or may not have used the telescope to look at other hotel rooms. Oh, dear God. But, I mean, you know, it was just to make sure that everything was okay. Because I didn't see a lot of police. I actually hardly saw any police. Also, no black people. Um, Wait, none or few? N- none. Let um, me just say this. I saw zero black people the entire time I was there. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Not one. Not one. Not one black person. Canada, the entire time in Victoria. Victoria is far whiter than Portland. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily whiter uh, because there are other there are other uh, people there, but yeah, there, there were no black people in, in Victoria. Holy crap. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. I was I, I did end up 
end up kind of noticing that. I'm like, wow, this is this is kind of odd. So anyway, I'm just saying that for uh, that is odd. It is odd. Yeah, I thought that. Would was Would you just weird. like rack your brain to try and think of if you had seen? I did after a while because for some reason got to talking to somebody. You know, because there's different. You know, there's there's Indian television that's on uh, that's on their TV like India Indian television shows mm-hmm. and uh, and I did watch that for a while because their music videos are very bizarre <laughs> and then that just got me thinking about it and then that's how I kind of went down that train of thought I'm like oh yeah that's right there's a big Indian population here and Chinese population wait a minute there's no black people I haven't seen any black people that is so odd it is it is yeah I thought that was kind of weird yeah yeah not one not a single person not a single person and you were not there for single, how many days uh, I was there for three days Holy shit. Yeah. That is weird. It was weird. I thought that was kind of weird, too. Okay, that doesn't... That's not odd for me to notice that or think that No, that's not odd for you. That's just... That's weird. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was pretty odd. I thought that was pretty odd. So, anyway. um, But, yeah, since I didn't see uh, very many uh, police there, I thought it was my job to investigate, you know, the other hotels and just make sure everything was safe on the Oh, God, you were looking in other people's hotel rooms. No, but that was only an accident. I was just looking at the architecture. Of the other buildings, because you know the Empress Hotel has very good architecture, and um, you know, and there was, uh, you know, I was I was just investigating that part, and the, and the lights, the lights, the, all the buildings were lit up, so that's what I was looking at. I wasn't looking in anyone's room at all. Greg, I didn't do that. Okay, no, I didn't do that. Well, it sounds like you had a really good time. I, I did, I did have a good time. Oh, uh, the one last thing I wanted to bring up is I did get a little bit of, uh, so. The Royal British uh, Columbia Museum is mm-hmm. amazing. It's it's so amazing. If you ever go to Victoria, you have to go there. It's incredible. And I like museums, but this even this stands above a lot of museums I've ever been in. It's one of the best ones I've ever seen. And I went there because we used to go there for vacation when I was a kid. Like when I was, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. We went up there two or three times. Mm-hmm. And we went to the museum. And I think I talked about this on Friday, how I got yelled at for um, – when I was a kid for running up, me and my brother were running up the escalator the wrong way. I remember you talking about that. That was in Victoria? That was in Victoria. So this museum's like four stories tall. And I was four stories tall. And so I was, when I was a kid, me and my brother thought it was fun. And we were running up the escalator the wrong way, as kids do. And the security guard yelled at me, he yelled at me and my brother, and then went and found my mom and dad and, and told on us. And well, he didn't tell on you. He did his job. <laughs> that wasn't him telling on you. That was him being a security guard. He ratted us out. It's a security what he did. risk if two idiot children are running up an escalator the wrong way, yeah. and they like break their faces or something. They could probably sue the museum. Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah. So he had the. Uh, so basically, he was doing the good thing of having the thoughts of the museum in, in mind. Well, he did a good job of terrifying me because he yelled really loud at us and was all pissed off that we were doing that, and uh, and went and told us. So I I was. Um, I was pretty, uh, you know, it, it shook me up. Yeah, and as Carrie from Canada points out, two idiot American children. Oh, children, because <laughs> no Canadian children ever do anything stupid. I don't know. Did you see a lot of, right. I, I Canadian, bet they were very well behaved. Never in the history of Canada has a child in that country uh, done anything wrong. Never. Other than perfect little little princes and princesses. The head eater did come from Canada. Yeah. Or the behead, no, not the head eater, the beheader. Um, the bus beheader. Oh, the bus beheader. Also, the uh, the guy who killed prostitutes and fed them to his pigs. Oh. Lived just outside of Vancouver. Oh. So I'm just saying it's not entirely. It's oh. not entirely okay. that way. Uh, but because of that, I did decide since I was back at the escalator, you know, 20-some years later, that it was my duty to walk backwards up the uh, up the escalator. Seriously? And, yeah, and take a picture of that. So, okay. Yeah, so I did. How did that go for you? I did. What's really funny is right after I did it, the escalator stopped working. I'm not kidding. 
I didn't press anything. It was just, I think it was just coincidence, but I was walking up and backwards and had my parents take a picture. It stopped working right after that. What like the whole thing do? shut down and then everybody else had to walk down the escalator and it wasn't moving. I don't know. I didn't really do anything. Um, Clearly you did if you were on it and then you broke, you broke the escalator in I the fancy know. museum. I don't know. I don't know how I could have done it. Like I wasn't. I mean, I just walked up it backwards for like, you know, a couple of, like a minute. And, and while well, I took a picture of it and then it stopped working. And so I, and so I just got out of there. I oh zipped on God. out of there. I was like, oh, we gotta go. Gotta go now. So I wouldn't get busted. Oh my God. Yeah. So I got, I, I may have broken the escalator. I don't know. Somehow. Well, hopefully you'll be allowed back. Sorry, there Royal BC Museum. Oh, Sorry, Jesus Victoria. Greg. My bad. Uh, yeah, somebody is saying the the one going down is already broken. It is it, oh behind it. Yeah, there was there was one on the lower level that was already broken. So, so I think it I just needed one more jackass on it to break the other one. <laughs> Jeez Louise. So there we go. <laughs> Keelan says they probably just turned that shit off. Hey, look, it's the same fucking idiot kid from twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were probably roughly the same size, right? Bam! Zinga! Well, Greg, while you had a weekend of class, I myself had a weekend of less class. Let me tell you a little bit about my weekend. All right. So I, too, ventured to the north. However, I did not stay in a penthouse overlooking Victoria, breaking escalators and fancy museums. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get to experience it. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Uh, I actually went to Bremerton for the weekend. So it was quite fun. If anyone doesn't know, my family resides in Bremerton, Washington, which is a ferry ride across the water from Seattle. So that's a, the Seattle ferry is actually the Bremerton ferry. So I drove very near Bremerton. On the All way. right. Yes. Yeah, so uh, went up to Bremerton, got to hang out with the folks, which was fun. Uh, got to actually see one of my good girlfriends, but who I don't really get to see very much, and she just moved back to Bremerton. So uh, ended up going out with her out on the town for a night. And let me just tell you the most fascinating thing about Bremerton is the fact that wherever you go there, like, the storefronts change, and, like, the styles and the windows and things change, and, like, it seems like it's kind of on the outside, like, keeping up with technology. However, I think Bremerton is in in some weird, like, time warp where it is continuously, never-endingly stuck in 1997. What do you you mean? It's so weird. The fashion there, the music that plays there, it's always 1997. It is bizarre. I I had some good times in 1997. Okay, well then maybe Maybe Bremerton might be the place for you. So I went out with my friend Tanea. We went to this place, uh, in case anyone's ever been to Silverdale, Washington. Uh, We went to the Old Town Pub. Is Silverdale part of Bremerton? Silverdale's like like, uh, a little on the outside of Bremerton. It's still like part of Bremerton proper, but it's like a um, like a suburb suburb of of Bremerton. So uh, in Silverdale, that's the area of town that my parents lived in. Grew up in East Bremerton. Now they live in Silverdale. And uh, there's this pub. I call it pub because that's what it's called. Yeah, so in Silverdale, it's called the Old Town Pub. And you might have heard me talk about this before because uh, this is where my friends and I go uh, every every once in a while, like on Christmas, like when we'll all go out and drink on Christmas night and such. Okay. So this is the place that we go to. But my God, that place has not changed. I've been going to that place, somebody legally distinct from me, uh, since I was like 17. (laughs) And... uh, and it's so, so very strict, uh, strict, very uh, policies strict, there. very strict. Carding. But God, walking into that place and just seeing it, nothing ever changes. It has been 
16 years since I first walked in there. And I swear to God, they have the same things on the walls. They uh, have the same bartenders who have aged exponentially, but they're still there. This bar is ridiculous. Like, you walk into it, and basically you walk in, and you're on a slant. Like, what? as you walk into the bar, you realize that the entire place is tilted. <laughs> so as you're walking in, you walk in, and it's all tilted to the left toward the bar. So as you're walking in, you kind of stumble because you're walking in, and it's totally tilted. It's probably about like a... Uh, like a 10, 15 degree tilt oh, geez. to the left. But the whole place is tilted too. Like that's just on one side. If you walk to the other side, it kind of tilts down the other way. If you walk to the back of it, it tilts. It's even steeper and it tilts that sounds, forward. That sounds like a sturdy building. Yeah. And so I walk in and the first thing I hear is as soon as we open the door, there are all these you know guys wearing like big dogs shirts and stuff. And and uh, all of a sudden someone t- is like up there at the jukebox and they're all picking out songs. And then Kid Rock starts playing that Ba Wida Ba song. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, wow. So that starts playing, which starts a whole train of Kid Rock, of uh, what, that Everlong guy. like uh, Everlong? Uh, yeah, like uh, Stabbing Westward. You mean Everlast? Everlast, yeah. <laughs> that Everlong guy. Yeah. And it was just all shit 90s music that I remember from going to Endfest that used to take place in Bremerton from 1997. It's like uh, I is, went to an Endfest in the 90s. Yep. Well, that's With all Kid the, Rock performing there. I met Kid Rock at that Endfest. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. He had the biggest bouncer I've ever seen, like the biggest human being of a bouncer I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, just going in there, it's just weird. And everyone's fashion is from is from 1997. Everyone's just, it's just bizarre. <laughs> so it's just like a time warp. It's totally a time warp. Now I kind of want to go there. But my favorite thing I about I might do this, pretty well there. I think you might. So my favorite thing about Bremerton and going to the Old Town Pub is this particular thing that they have in the bathroom, which... Uh, They've had for years since I was going there. They've disabled one part of it, which made me kind of sad. But there, there's this this thing in the bathroom, and I took I took a picture of it, and I'm gonna post it into the chat right now. Yeah, and actually, I did hear some Sugar Ray too, so that happened. <laughs> no, Sugar Ray was playing as well. Oh yeah. Oops, did you here. meet Sugar Ray at Enfest? At uh, Bomber Shoot. <laughs> All right, so this I just posted this in the chat. This is what's in the bathroom at the Old Town Pub. Oh, that's a naked man. So this has been in there. For as long as I've been going there. A so drawing this is, of a this naked is a man. drawing of a naked man with a leaf over his frontal region, with a leaf over his, uh, his penis. So this has been there since I was 17. And what used to happen is this flap right here that covers his member. Nobody knew it. And you would never tell anybody when, you, when they were coming to the bar the first time. This is only in the women's room. <laughs> if you brought your friends to the bar for the first time, you never tell them about it. And if you know somebody's going to the bathroom, you sit and listen for it. Because there used to actually be an alarm attached to the leaf flap. So if you li- <laughs> So if somebody lifted if someone went into the bathroom, the whole bar would be sitting there watching. And if somebody went into the bathroom, then you'd wait for like uh, to see how long it would take and all of a sudden you hear this <laughs> and it'd be going all around the bar and that's when you could tell that somebody actually lifted up the flap to look at the penis that's pretty amazing it was glorious so every time I would go to Bremerton or to Silverdale I would bring my friends and I'd be like oh, and they'd use the bathroom I'm like oh, okay and I wouldn't tell them about, <laughs> about leaf flap guy so you find out who the pervert is yeah so everybody in the bar <laughs> is just sitting there as soon as the alarm goes off everyone stops talking and just kind of turns to the bathroom to go and see who's, who's the pervert that's coming out that was trying to look under the leaf to see if there was a dong under there. <laughs> it is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. like that's that's the reason why I love bourbon. It's just like those little those little trashy things. There's also uh, this, oh, that's amazing. 
Yeah. That, some a bar here should do that. That's that is funny. It was so funny because there were no like there, it was not posted anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't say like don't lift the flag. Do they or know else. the alarms going off when they lift it up? Some most of the time they didn't because if there's music playing and stuff, but you can hear it loudly in <laughs> the, bar. the bar. So they and wouldn't so, even know. They got yeah, they wouldn't even know, and like they come out and be like, what? What's going on? <laughs> Everyone be like, I know what you were looking at. <laughs> And then, uh, so not only was that the best thing in the bathroom, I have another picture really quick that I'm going to post this here, of also, what else you could buy, so right to the, to the right of the man with the leaf that you can lift up, that used to have the alarm attached to it, you can also buy at this place deluxe Bremerton love kits. Are they Bremerton-specific love kits? I believe they might be Bremerton-specific spe- love kits. Uh, <laughs> Greg? It's a bag of meth and uh, So they were each a quarter. 40? I did not want to spend any of my quarters, but I decided to just take a picture of the box. So it says, now, love kit, pleasure assortment. So uh, you can obtain one of the above with each purchase. Buy all four. Can I tell you what kind of love kits you, you can yes, buy? Yes, please let So me know. in Bremerton, for 25 cents a piece, you can get a pleasure assortment, including Swedish massage oil, which I totally want from a bathroom in Bremerton. Uh, also, an oriental exciter ring. <laughs> what the hell is it? An I don't oriental know exciter ring. An well, oriental exciter ring. This is from 1997 ring. or 57. Yeah, I don't, we... I don't know. I don't okay. know. But an oriental exciting, exciter ring, excuse me. You can also get an exotic condom. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Made from a plastic bag. I don't know what that means. Yes. So Just a get, Ziploc bag. And finally, you can get uh, a male climax control cream. <laughs> Which I don't understand. Like these things together, this is a this is a pleasure kit. So massage oil, an exciter ring, a condom, and control cream. That sounds like somebody that's having like a lot of penis issues and like needs <laughs> so, needs the whole and gamut. This, and this is in the women's bathroom. All right. Yeah, it sounds does sound like it's more for the men. I don't know why it was in the women's bathroom. That's a good point. Yeah. Because it's all for dongs, except yeah. for I guess the Swedish massage oil. Well, those Bremerton men, you know, they like to be treated right. You got to wine them and dine them. I a little guess bit. they do. Maybe they think that you know it's titillating the ladies by showing you know them what's under the painted man flap in the bathroom. <laughs> There's like, oh. I, I can't get the dong off your mind? Oh, Why don't goodness. you buy an exotic condom? <laughs> or an oriental French, oriental tickler. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, plus I didn't want to do it because there's no guarantee that I could get all four with my four quarters. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because it says buy all four. What, I mean, what I if wonder, I put in four quarters and I get four oriental exciter rings? I wonder what happens if you buy all four if there is like another alarm that goes off. And then there's the local dude, you know, Jed or whatever. Mm-hmm. That that's that's his cue. It just goes off on his phone. Well, th- Jed's just like, all right, she got the exciter. Hey ring. there, uh, I noticed uh, you got the whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> like balloons come down from the ceiling. Oh yeah, yeah, that could be. I don't know. I want to uh, when someday when I have the monies, I am going to put some of my money into repurposing that alarm. Because that would just make me happy to know that it's happening, even if I'm not there. Oh, yeah. I want to repurpose the penis leaf alarm. Oh, yeah. That is when I can have, when I have the monies, when I have the funds, that will be project number one. Well, let me ask you this. Did you look under the flap? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I had to look under the flap to see if it was still right. alarmed. For journalistic purposes. Yeah, but of course, you know, women are just as bad as men and there's all kinds of, you know, like like stuff written all over it and just like, oh, this looks like Jimmy's cock and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what women write in the bathroom? Well, it's it's a weird bathroom. Bremerton Graffiti is weird, too. What, what did it say? It takes it, it takes it all the, it cuts to the quick. Like what? Like, uh, like they, they do on full on like, like, like. AIDS slander shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> AIDS slander. Yeah. What, they like call out people and say they have AIDS yeah. or something? Oh, jeez. Yeah. This is 1997. Yeah, it's weird. 
wow, this is like a magical time warp. It is so weird. And like I go and yeah, and the woman was just it was it was bizarre. And like so you're trying not to fall down as you're like walking slanted on the floor, trying to, you know, make your way through without and, there, and it keeps Christmas lights all year round. Of course. Of course. And it has a pool table that you can't play pool on because, again, uh, the slanted floor. This just sounds like it's somebody's garage from 1997. It looks like it, it looks like a like a shanty. You know what I think it kind of looks like? And I'm not saying that the owners of this fine establishment are meth heads because I know they're not because I've been going there for years and I know they, they definitely – this is a business that they run. But it kind of looks like as if someone might have like repurposed the meth head's house next to your house <laughs> and put Christmas lights and a bar in there and like a, a naked man painted on the wall with like a leaf flap on his front. Okay. All right. It's just it's a little dirty. It's a little dirty, but it's it's pretty great. That sounds that sounds pretty awesome actually. Mm-hmm. I I would go to this bar. Nipples. Okay, that's totally going to be the name of uh my project when I call it. He's uh, repurposing the penis li- leaf alarm the Sarah X Dillon story. <laughs> that is true. I can't tell you how much joy you get from somebody uh, unknowingly setting off an alarm because they're peeking at a painted penis oh, on the wall. Oh, I think that's awesome. It is amazing. Yeah, no, that's that's hilarious. Yeah. It yeah, was just you great. Should. Maybe they can start a Kickstarter for it. I think they should, because you know yeah. what? I would contribute to that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd want to. Uh, Nipples in the chat says, I uh, bet there's at least one My Car Protected by a Pit Bull with AIDS bumper sticker oh, in Bremerton. Oh, probably. Yeah. A lot no. of Pit Bulls in Bremerton? Um, no, but the, one, of the other, my, one of the other favorite things uh, about this place that I love is that there's always a dog on the roof. What? I think the people who own it live above the bar. There's a dog on the roof? There's a dog on the roof. The There's same a dog, dog? that just like, it seems like the same dog. I know it's been a couple of years since I've, since I've been there, but I mean, it looked like the same dog that was on the roof last time. Because there's like a window, and the dog will just go there and stand on the roof and bark at people, <laughs> which is awesome. It barks at the patrons that come Oh yeah, in. and then you like swing open the gate for the chain link fence, go down a couple steps, walk into the slanted bar full of Christmas lights and Kid Rock. It's amazing. This it really does. It sounds like it's a house party from 1997. In for me, it would be like South Cor- South Corvallis, which it was totally a little it. bit uh, a little little bit of a lower end. That's exactly That's how we it, treated it when we would go there because we were just bringing you know, like 20, 25 people. We'd fill the entire place. Yeah, most of us under. Just kidding. We weren't under. Just kidding. Um, and you know, and just be there hanging out and drinking beer and you know, it was it was fun. So anyway, went back there. Bremerton. The thing I like about Bremerton is the more changes the more it doesn't change at all it just stays exactly the same that's amazing yeah it does sound like a fantastic it place. is yeah it is it's a place of magic yeah yeah and my mom is so great so like um because she's like i know that you would need to catch up with your friend so i'm gonna drop you off so i was like i'm a 32 year old woman being dropped off uh at the bar by my mom is it in a minivan yes <laughs> totally i don't care because i'm just like fuck yeah i'm gonna have some drinks we're gonna hang out i'm gonna <laughs> hang out in the santa bar maybe gonna check out a painted penis on a wall Oh, wow. And then my mom's going to pick me up. Then I'm going to eat macaroni and cheese. That's pretty incredible. It was an amazing Friday. I, I'm not going to lie. All right. That does. That, that sounds pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you got got everything taken care of right there. I did. Sometimes, like, when you – sometimes I go to Bremerton, it's just kind of, like, casual. And sometimes I go there and I really feel like I'm, like, I'm in there. I'm yeah. in – like, I, I got the experience. Uh-huh. This time I feel like I really did. It worked. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> the Bremerton right, experience worked. Amazing. Yes. That is, you should do tours of Bremerton. I could. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> I would like it. Well, I do. Crap. Well, our guest is coming soon. Yeah, our guest is going to be here. In a uh, I do have a couple of stories. Should I do a couple of stories really quick? Yeah, let's do a couple of world of crazy stories. Okay. And we'll get ready for All uh, right. And get ready for Greg. Because he is coming with whiskey in hand. Greg, you know that it would be kind of rude for us to not have a sip of whiskey oh. while he's here. I mean. Well, I don't want to be rude. I mean, we can't be rude. 
That's true. We don't want to be rude. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? I think that this is the first uh, like Portland area interview that they're doing. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. So this is cool. Well, that means everybody can retweet it once it's up at, oh. at Fun Imp Radio. Oh, my goodness. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, I want to thank Amy in Indiana for sending this to me. This is a terrible story, but I wanted to read it anyway, because this happened 10 blocks away from where she lived. Uh, out of Anderson, Indiana... Central Indiana police say a Michigan man apparently set on killing himself began boring into his own skull with a power drill after he purposely crashed his car. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. He bore into his own head with a power drill. Yes, he bore into his own head with a power drill after crashing his car into a highway guardrail. Please explain. All right, so a uh, police spokesperson... Uh, uh, oh my God, I don't need whiskey. A uh, police spokesperson... Joel Sandifer says 29-year-old Earl Morgan III of Lapeer, Michigan. Earl Morgan III. Uh, said, uh, so a witness saw him driving his car into an Interstate 69 guardrail. The caller said the driver then exited the wrecked car, got into his trunk, removed a power drill, and began drilling into his head next to his ear. Uh, and people were watching this? Yeah, they tried to stop him, so the police finally showed up. Uh, police are still in investigation oh for the reason uh, for why he was trying to Wait, drill into his own head. Did he die? He is uh, he is still alive. Oh my god. How there's so many questions about this. So he just happened to have a power drill sitting in the front seat after he crashed the car. Back in the trunk. In the trunk. So he decided that he tried to crash the car apparently on a mission did not go as planned and so he went into his trunk where he recovered his drill and uh, and just sat there and started drilling yeah. into it. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, that was just disturbing. I just wanted to say that. Let's move on. <clears throat> okay. Greg, I have a story about a hot blonde girl from this weekend. Oh. A 22-year-old woman. Her name's Samantha Lynn Goody. Samantha Lynn. Yes. Well, she's become infamous over the weekend uh, by trying to storm the field at a University of Iowa football game over the weekend. Did you hear about this? No. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Wow, what a great audience. All right. So her name's Samantha Lynn, and she is now making headlines because, A, she tried to storm the field at a University of Iowa football game. B, because when she was arrested at the game, she blew a .341 blood alcohol content. .341? .341. So this is what this girl did. She allegedly tried to jump onto the field during the Northern Illinois-Iowa game in Iowa City on Saturday. University of Iowa police collared her and gave her a breathalyzer test, which she blew a .341. Apparently, she was taken to jail... And decided now that, of course, she's going to garner much attention from this. So she already has, uh, from this past weekend, she's gained almost 20,000 new followers. <laughs> uh, so her name on Twitter is Vodka underscore Sam, S-A-M-M. <laughs> her tweets after she was released from jail read, just went to jail, hashtag YOLO. You Yolo? only live once. Then she wrote, blew a .341 in jail. Then she wrote, I'm going to get a .341 tattooed on me because it's so epic. Wow. Apparently. Oh, you know what? She's kind of cute. Oh, too. I know. Well, she's fucking stupid, but yeah, she's well, adorable. Yeah, I'm not saying she's. Apparently, you only have to blow a .4 to almost be legally dead. So she I was going to say, like, that's it. I mean, .341. Yeah, how do you even exist with that? I How don't would know. your heart not stop? I don't know. But now I think she's going to try and now she's going to try and cash in on this. So if you look around on the internet, you'll be able to see point uh, three four one with Sam. So her, she spells her name with two M's. So if you look this up, 
Yeah, that girl, Carrie said it, she's going to be dead by 24. Fact. Oh, yeah, if she keeps I mean, I know, this. I got schnockered in college, but I don't believe to the point of a 3.41. Or a .341. Well, not a 3.41 either, but yeah, .341. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's, I don't even know how you can stand it. I mean, what is that? That's, uh. That's I mean, if it's, .08. If it's over four times the legal limit? Yeah. Over four times? That's four times. I mean, that's impressive. Is it But impressive? it's really dumb. I mean, well, it's impressive that she's not dead. Okay, that's true. In that aspect. I'm not saying it's impressive like, wow, yay, she accomplished something. Yeah. I mean, what she accomplished is not being dead. Yeah. Amazingly. At that. Because how... How is she even able to still fully run onto the field to disrupt and the though, game? And let alone being... To send posts on Twitter and, yeah, walk on the field. I mean, how would you even walk? And by the way, good luck uh, when she's going to get a job later on now that she's she's in college. doesn't realize, oh, that's permanent and mm-hmm. it's going to come back and you're going to be Vodka Sam. You're the YOLO 341 girl. <laughs> that's going to follow you around for the rest of your life. Just so you know. Oh. Just so you know, madam. It will. Oh, I guess she's deleted her Twitter account, so John is very sad about that. <laughs> uh, she'll find some guy that'll buy it. All right, and finally, that. since I'm going to wrap this up, uh, a story out of Battle Creek, Michigan. Thank you to uh, all the folks who sent this to me, including but not limited to Norm. Uh, cops in Battle Creek, Michigan this weekend were a little busy when they had to break up an orgy that was occurring early Sunday morning at a Masonic temple. Wow. Yes, this happened in Battle That's Creek, That's what goes Michigan. on in those things? Yep, a source who was there at the orgy called it an out-of-control sex party. So uh, what happened at this Masonic temple is sources say that the first officer walked inside after getting reports of something torrid happening inside of the temple and was shocked to find a couple performing a lewd sex act on the altar along with drugs, multiple nude women, and men videotaping it all behind the closed doors of the holy house. Wait a minute, isn't it private? Like, what goes on in there, that's kind of their business, right? No, but I think, don't you have, like, if there's cause, if you have, like, reasonable cause, reasonable doubt, whatever, if they hear, like, screaming and stuff inside of a church uh, after hours, maybe that's probably something that could be excused. Maybe the screaming, maybe if it was, if it didn't sound like sexy screams, okay. Maybe it didn't sound like sexy screams, But otherwise, I'm saying that's kind of their business. I don't know, Greg. But is it the, maybe it was the the whatever is the head of the Masonic Temple? Maybe it was the person in charge of that who didn't who called the cops. We don't know. Oh, that's true. We who don't ratted know. them out? Yeah. So cops made multiple arrests, um, but uh, it is unclear whether or not charges were filed against the party attendees. So uh, the cops told five women when they came into the establishment who were allegedly dancing nude on a stage to get dressed and leave. So, uh, in an apparent attempt to shirk responsibility for the event, a temple spokesperson said that an outside group ponied, uh, ponied up $900 to host a dance party at the temple that night, and there's no way that pe- that patrons of the temple were involved in it, even though it seems like they were. <laughs> uh, also, there were many drugs found, allegedly, at the temple after well, the orgy was cleared trouble. out. That'll get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Now I'm a little bit more interested in Masons. There you go. I think that happens at the Eagle's Lodge. I don't think so. Okay. We'll have to ask. We have many friends that are members. We'll have to ask. Now I, yeah. Whole new understanding of all this. Well, that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. 
All right, uh, we need to go to break because we have our special guest, Greg James. We do. Of Star Drunk. Uh, while we're going to break, if you are listening live, I suggest you go there and watch uh, Star Drunk. Just put it into YouTube. It's everywhere. If you haven't seen it yet, maybe pause and go watch it because it's it really is incredible. Uh, so Greg is going to be joining us here in just a minute. So we need to go to break. We'll be back right after that with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Greg. <laughs> hi, this. Hi, this is Greg Proops, the specky one from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Not the tall guy, the fat guy, or the black guy. And you're listening to Fun Employment Radio with Greg and Sarah. That is the new rule. You must be so named Greg to be on this show. Gregs. There are way too many Gregs. All Greg all the time. <laughs> that is that is a fantastic idea for a okay. new show. No. Uh, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. So we've been talking about this today, and we, we talked about it last week, too. And it is, seriously, it's a phenomenon. If something could be it's called that. something like a phenomenon. something I would like say a phenomenon. That. Yeah. Yeah, should we play that underneath? I'll edit that to okay, be played underneath. Okay, just put that in. Yeah. While we're doing that. <laughs> so if you've seen it online, apparently there are two camps on it, uh, debating whether this actually happened or not, whether they were drunk or not but ladies and gentlemen star drunk is incredibly hilarious yes. so it's a show we've got the captain of the ship if you have not seen <laughs> star drunk find star drunk online watch it which it's hard not to i'm looking at this now i checked it last night okay now okay so i checked last night it had six hundred and forty thousand views now it's at six uh six excuse me six hundred and forty thousand views now it's six hundred seventy three thousand that's amazing. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's bring him on. The captain of the ship, Greg James. <laughs> hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, Greg. I just yeah. want to call you captain from now on. Oh, th- oh, well, that's what a lot of people... I actually prefer O-Captain. O-Captain. Oh, O-Captain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when the lights are out. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so hi, guys. It's good to be here. Yeah. Um, it's been really fun. Yeah, well, let me tell you. Greg uh, came in... Greg James. I'm just going to call... I have to say Greg James, so that way we know. Uh, no, came in with a bottle of Jameson, and he... He has taken a few shots. I would say more than two, less than five. Yeah, I mean, well, right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sharing, which is very kind of him. So thank you very much. So we're all having a little Jameson. You're welcome. We do share here at mm-hmm. uh, Star Drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell us, tell us, so start from the beginning. What made you guys think of making something like this? Okay, well, well, well. first of all, I didn't actually think of it. I just came in as the actor <laughs> afterwards. But uh, a bunch of guys got together. Okay, so some writers got together after a couple of them thought of this initial idea. Let's, let's sit down. Let's write a script. And whatever we write from this, I mean, we're going to be wasted too, by the way. So there's about, I mean, there's about five or five writers. Um, and we're going to be totally wasted, bombed out of our mind. And we're going to sit down, we're going to write a script. Whatever we write, we are going to produce no matter what. That, that was what they thought going into it. And I mean, it was a complete train wreck from the very, very fucking beginning. <laughs> so after they did that, they got the script written or whatever. Um, Chris was nice enough to uh, ask me if I wanted to get fucked up and do this with him. And Chris is the director. Uh, Chris, Chris Wilson, the director. Okay. Actually, he's one of the directors. It's Chris Wilson and Zachary Person. Okay. Um, they're hilarious. They're great people. They did some uh, viral stuff in the past. Okay. This is is actually considered the sequel to conceptual stuff that they've done, uh, with the first one being uh, Clever Bot. 
Cleverbot. Yeah, and and if you look at Cleverbot, it's well, it's, it has nothing to do with Drunk Trek, but it's a conceptual idea in which a robot is a conversation with a robot on the computer, and they had a conversation with them. You know how they do these little AI things on the computer, and so they wrote it. They just had this whole conversation, and again, whatever that conversation was, they decided they were going to produce it and make it into a film, and it became this hilarious like few minute piece, and it went viral as well. Um, Although not as much as this one, so yeah, this one every day it's just yeah. it's still gaining momentum. That's insane. Yeah, it's been. I think it's been averaging about fifty thousand hits a day. Fucking um, a, dude. Yeah, I mean it's everywhere. It's global. In fact, we're going to be talking to Japan uh, later tonight. That's at what you said. Yeah. Um, so it's hit Japan. I mean, we're big in Japan. <laughs> I guess we could say. Um, so we're we're really stoked about that. So anyway, so Japanese television contacted you. Yeah, like, yeah, they're 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 supposedly the equivalent of what an ABC Good Morning America show would be, <laughs> uh, the entertainment division. So we're really really stoked about that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I think we're gonna fucking blow their minds. Are you <laughs> skyping in? Is it gonna be phone? Yeah, or well, yeah, be- I think we're gonna Skype in or whatever. We're gonna try to get Adam, who played uh, Labeef, uh, in it, who's the total comatose, fucked up, wasted uh, uh, betrayer of the ship, uh, to to just be in the background and be drunk. But that may or may not happen. I don't know. I'm just saying things that. I I would have liked to happen if we can make it happen. But if not, whatever. We'll, well still probably be a little toasty while we do it. Well, it's at 3.30 in the morning. I mean, you got to be. But you I, have I mean, to be. Right. I mean, it's yeah. almost a requirement, actually, at this point. And if we weren't, I mean, I don't think our audience would actually believe that we were doing. In fact, going off with the belief, and you guys kind of mentioned this. Yeah, was, that's yeah. so bizarre. I've been yeah. following this online a little bit, that people are questioning whether or not you guys were actually intoxicated. Yeah, there's huge nerd wars going on, actually. I mean, back and forth. I mean, it is like pages and pages and pages you can write a thesis on it as to whether or not we were drunk or not. And and what's so funny, and you guys have probably seen this too, is we have a behind the scenes yeah. little snippet. Yeah, we actually posted that today. Yeah. Yeah. I know we have hours and hours of this behind the scenes. And actually, at one point, we'll probably make it into a feature film. Uh, but uh, we, we'll see how that works. But but the, just the little snippet alone proves to you that we were completely fucked up. Oh, yeah. You I guys mean, are just down in shots. Yeah. I mean, we were being babysat. I mean, <laughs> I feel sorry for the director and crew. I, know, I was wondering about that too. I mean, it's like it's like going to a party. And like everybody's drunk, and you're the only one sober. I mean, that yeah. must be how they. Oh, felt. And you're trying to, I mean, to get them to do specific <sighs> things oh, on it was top of that. Horrible. I mean, we had lay a designated drivers all around us, all around us, trying to move us into position. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And and no, and and I will get to just set the record straight. Record straight. We were totally drunk. In fact, in fact, we we had. Okay, Chris and Zachary were actually very, very um, uh, technical in terms of how they were going to do this. So we came in, and we systematically was, it was like, whoever's going to go up first, you get drunk, all right? And you get drunk, 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 and you go, and you go, and you go. So, and and in the movie, it's all done on blue screen and so forth, mm-hmm. and you never actually see us on stage together except for that one shot. Yeah. So we were brought in one at a time. So anyway, unfortunately, both Adam and I, Adam being Labeef, the betrayer, we we had to drink while everybody else was drinking because we were just feeling too lonely. Oh, yeah. So, so we started drinking, and we were the last ones to go on. Well, Labeef went on, and he was fucked up. I mean, he was totally <laughs> barely standing, just 
just barely could see, and you could tell that in the movie. Oh yeah, he reminds me of. I was saying before, he reminds me of so many of my drunk friends. Oh, he's oh, yeah. hilarious, especially from like college. Like I've seen that look <laughs> on so many people's faces, and he was just so good. I mean, just so good, <laughs> but but a pain in the ass during the production because I mean, literally, he, he there was one moment, fifteen minutes worth, I guess. I and I heard all this later by Chris. Is they were just trying to get him to say one line, and I think it was uh, Captain, I'm betraying you or something. <laughs> I think it's that line, and for fifteen minutes they kept. <laughs> Feeding him this line, and he'd kept saying, "Give me the line, I can say it." And they'd go, "Captain, we're betraying you. Give me the line, Captain, we're betraying you. Just tell me the fucking line, and I'll say the line. It's betraying you." And like, and he finally would do that. But he couldn't hit his marks, couldn't do anything. But it was hilarious, and he doesn't remember even holding a gun. Oh, I mean, it was that crazy. So anyway, when it got to my part, okay. I mean, I'm totally wasted. I get out there. I spill an entire glass of water over my, my costume. They, they move me into Labeef's costume in order to get me out there. Then once I get into that costume, I totally passed out. I fell right down <laughs> on the deck. And they're like, Chris comes up to me and he says, and I don't remember this, only he tells me this. He says, Greg, Greg, we're done. We, we have to do this another time. And I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> I said, I can do anything, Chris. I'm the fucking captain. I got to do this. You can't do this movie without the... I can do this. And, you know, he says, you know. So anyway, I passed out. I had to, I had to go. Um, I, had to, I went to sleep. And I, had to, <laughs> and I had to do this a few days later. Oh, my God. I had to do this a whole process a few days later, getting totally fucked and plowed and shit-faced. <laughs> And, and and do this and and at that time there weren't any other actors around me so I had you know uh, nobody to play with <laughs> but lonely drunk on the set. I was a lonely drunk at that point <laughs> but anyway so when we are performing okay so we are drunk okay I put that right out there but in the nude war, war nerd wars they all they're all saying they're all saying these guys aren't drunk they're just acting drunk or whatever well, what you have to remember is we are all actors yeah we were all professional mm-hmm. good decent local portland actors and so we were and we're playing a part this isn't drunk history that's all popular where there's like real people talking about stories you mm-hmm. know, real stories yeah. and shit from their drunken perspective this is actually we we memorized the lines we knew the roles, and we just did it. And when I was doing it, I mean, in my mind, I thought I was giving an Oscar award-winning performance. <laughs> I mean, I thought... I you was, were, by the way. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. thank you. I mean, actually, when I look at it, I go, God, this guy is a fucked-up hack over acting <laughs> and whatever, and over the top. But, but it, and it's funny. I've gotten reviews all across the board from being, you can't fucking act your way out of a paper bag, to you're brilliant, and you're the second coming of Bruce Campbell and Harrison Ford. So, I, I mean, I've just been lo- in love of uh, reading all these reviews and laughing every every minute of it, minute of it. but um, but yeah, I mean, what, what was great is if I wasn't overacting mm. and being the typical captain, you know, the James mm. T. Kirk, oh know, yeah, that kind of bullshit. Um, I don't think the ending would have worked as well. The dynamic of this comatose guy trying to betray <laughs> and take over the ship oh, yeah. and can barely hold the phaser, and and then you got this like emphatic, you know, uh, a captain who's like, "Oh, <laughs> you get your that, is, that involves my favorite line when he's like, "Pew pew pew," and you're like, "Oh, the safety's on." Oh my! But you my, made the noises. Oh my! Two year old loves the pew oh, pew pew. <laughs> That's all. Someone just in the chat wrote, "Pew pew pew." Oh my god! In the two in the my two year old did the pew 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 um and i actually recorded it and sent it to chris and he just fucking died <laughs> she she's re, she's reciting lines like the, the engines are failing i mean beth 
<laughs> Bethany is a hysterical in it too. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. You know the flipping of the hair. Oh, the, she is awesome. Yeah, and that she's smile. Hilarious. Do you catch the oh, smile yeah. that she gives? I mean, that's a drunken smile. In fact, after each one of our takes. And I'm sorry if I'm speaking too fast, but I'm a little fucked up right Dude, now. Dude, you're totally... No, okay. no. You're on a fast-talking show. With okay, cool, cool, cool. Her scream was the best, too. Oh, her... Oh, well, you know what that scream's all about, oh. right? Have you, do you know what that was scream's about? Was that the about? con scream? No, no, no. So it's it's a replica of, of the woman that screams in the newest Star Trek. Oh, uh, she okay. actually does scream the blonde or whatever. I can't yeah. remember her name. Off, exact, off my head. Yeah, the hot blonde. Chick. No, she doesn't do it as good as Bethany does. Of course, but, not. but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously Bethany had to one up up her. Um, but yeah, that's that's done in direct comparison. In fact, there's a lot of little details within this idiotic script that uh, that are that are there little Easter eggs that you can find. Um, the little dinosaur on there where the vodka glass is mm-hmm. uh, are kind of like you know. Um, homage to uh, the Firefly series and so nice. forth. So you, you've got that going on. Um, Labeef, the whole the whole concept of calling him Labeef. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that, right? Um, anyway, that was actually a sh- uh, kind of a uh, chiding um, uh, Shia LaBeouf. And when I say, no, 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 the thing you just mentioned, yeah. there is a little uh, viral YouTube clip going out there where Shia LaBeouf, apparently he likes to say no, no, no a lot in his movies. And they've clipped all together at a few minutes of ring, uh, a strung along no, 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 okay. <laughs> so that, that's a really obscure reference, but that's where that came from. Yeah. That's funny. Um, uh, oh, other little fun things, a little trivia from the movie? Yeah. Okay, so Gorgonzola. You the, should probably pour another shot while you're Oh, I'm going this. to, I'm going to yeah. do that. So anyway. <laughs> I could probably take a little bit more. Am I, am I feeling less drunk? Do you not believe me? Just I don't like believe the, you. I can do, he's like clearly the faking he's it. Totally, I'm, I'm on the not drunk side. I, I don't this believe. This doesn't taste like real Jameson. No, it tastes like no. apple juice. Obviously, I'm Cheers. faking it. Okay, but right so here, I'm going to get on this shot. I'm right now. This shot will. This shot will put me over there. The edge. Okay, one time. Oh, oh. oh God. Okay, great. Now I, can, <laughs> now I can talk about villains named Gorgonzola. Um, which is the best villain name ever. Which, which, you know, remember, guys, I mean, we were all by ourselves when we were acting, so I'm not actually talking to Gorgonzola when we're doing it. Yeah. It's all on a blue screen, which can we can we actually, first of all, give really huge props to the computer graphics? Oh, yeah, that they're fantastic. In, watching I mean, the behind the scenes and then watching the show, it, it blew my well, mind how that That's happened. what throws it off a little bit because the graphics are so amazing. And, we, you know, and, and, and we, we just shot so this. Drunk. We shot this just weeks ago. Guys. Wow. I mean, he's been spending about 16 hour days, nights working on this. Chris has Damn. to put this thing together. Uh, and the computer graph. It, yeah, it is what sells it. it I mean, because who would think you get a fucking bunch of drunk actors with a drunk script and you're going to put all that production value behind it? I mean, that is nuts. The sound the uh, is just perfectly placed within the CG graphics. I mean, we're all front of a blue screen. And like I said, we're all by ourselves each time. And so... When I'm interacting with anybody or whatever, there's nobody fucking there but a guy going, please say your fucking line and please look this way. You know, and it's just like, and then you do it and then you laugh afterwards, <laughs> you know, which is why you'd have to cut after each line or, or we keep it in, this, in the case of Bethany. And a couple of times, actually, um, Britt has a couple of smirk moments that I really love too because people go, oh, there's no way she's drunk. She's oh, she so wants in control. sustaining instead of sustaining. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and she's such a controlled actor. Actor normally, I mean, she knows what she's doing. She's really on top of it, and I think, I think that you know, no matter how many drinks you put into that woman, I mean, she she just she knows how to bring it. So, but but every once in a while, these little things will slip out, <laughs> and so I just I just enjoy that. And she could not hold it after each take. So if you watched her raw footage, it would be like saying a line, blah blah, blah and then blah. 
<laughs> I mean, it would just be great. But anyway, Gork, going back to Gorgonzola. <laughs> so, Gorgonzola. So villain Gorgonzola. So I, I just found that out this the other day. I was talking to Chris, and he goes, when they were writing it, they were trying to find a kind of a cool uh, villain name. And there apparently there was a villain uh, that James T. Kirk plays in Star Trek where he's like fighting this guy, Goran. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the lizard guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that could it, be. It's like Goran or Gorgon or whatever. And so they were looking up just words that were similar to that. And they found this word Gorgonzola. And they're like, fuck, that's a pretty <laughs> fucking cool name. I mean, Gorgonzola, don't get better than that. And they do that. And you know what's so funny is that neither, well, uh, Zach, I think Zachary was changing his uh, tune on this one, but Chris at least admitted to me that he did not even know that that was an actual cheese. <laughs> and so when I, as an actor, go, okay, I knew it was a cheese, and I'm just like, this is really cheesy, but you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> it's cheesy. It's huh? cheesy, and this whole thing's cheesy. Let's just do it. And I trust these guys, and um, and and the whole fun thing about it, and what really does sell it, like I said, is... This could have been a train wreck right from the very beginning. And really, to be honest with you, it is. It is. It's like witnessing a train wreck, a but, it just, train wreck. Yeah, but it just works. Train wreck. It's yeah. a perfect storm. Uh-huh. I mean, really. Yeah. Right? That's seriously. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty amazing that you guys were able to pull this up. So, I mean, the yeah. one thing I want to I'll bring shut up the too. fuck up. You oh, no, no. <laughs> no, I love hearing about all this behind the scenes stuff. So, what I think is so fascinating about it is that, you know, the. A, the thing is fantastic, but the fact that it went viral, and then that there's two camps that have developed right. over people like competing online of yeah. whether or not they're drunk or they're not drunk, and oh, yeah. just the idea that people are that passionate oh, about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean even star drunk, even seeing you know? the behind the scenes, they think we're fucking with them, <laughs> and so and so it's funny. like, why would? And we had actually had a really great review. I can't remember who wrote it, whatever, and said, you know, those who don't think they're drunk are just being complicated dicks. <laughs> um, and and, and it's true. It's like, would we really go through the fucking trouble to dupe you guys? Yeah. I mean, no. We were drunk. We did it. And, you know, it's all good. So are you prepared for more notoriety as it's approaching? <laughs> I mean, seriously, as it's approaching the million yeah. view mark. I mean, that's the shit that... I mean, yeah. like Tazon Day with Chocolate Rain. You know, like all that kind of <laughs> shit. You know, like things get on YouTube and when people grasp onto them, that's kind of the beginning of something right. what can be kind of a whirlwind. Are you prepared for more and more people to be finding out about this? Oh, we want more people to find they out will. about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and what Chris Chris actually asked us multiple times even before we did it. They He said, you know, be prepared because this thing could go viral. And um, your reputations could be at stake. Yeah. And so you you have to know that going in mm-hmm. that you know your you know your reputations could be fucked up through this and we all agree we all came together i mean we love each other I and mean, the whole cast just i mean we have this email chain going back and forth that we we were doing daily or whatnot i mean we have like eight thousand emails back and forth to each other talking about how much we love each other and this is great and this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to us we we just love it mm-hmm. um and it's so funny because it's n- n- neither one of us actually remember it <laughs> <laughs> when we we're actually performing it so it's like it's just again it's yeah, it's just this perfect storm. And uh, we love it. Now, a lot of people are clamoring for... Another one? Another Star one. Star yeah. right. They want another one. They want. <laughs> these people want it. I'll see a whole fucking feature on this, man. <laughs> um, I'll do this and that, whatever. You guys could do different genres. You could do the whole, you know, whatever. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, certainly we'd love to do it if our livers could handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we, I, I'm, I'm totally down for it. But to be honest with you, I mean, there's no way we're going to do that again and put ourselves through that without money involved. Yeah. So, yeah if sure. somebody wants to come up with some money and, like, go to Chris and say, 
hey, you know what? I got this. I really want to see. We'll we'll fucking deliver. Now, were you this sponsored shit for this long. last one? We were okay. Yes, Partially. we were sponsored. All yeah, right. Yeah. From from New Deal. Um, am I getting that right? New Deal Distillery. I think it is New Deal. I think New you guys Deal Vodka. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, they sponsored it, quote unquote. Okay. Well, their way of sponsoring was <laughs> they donated twelve bottles of vodka. That's that's <laughs> that was their sponsoring, um, which was great because you know that's what the whole show was about we totally appreciate that, that oh I awesome. thought that maybe they had helped with like the like the computer graphics and everything was I know all a lot of team. people yeah. a lot of people assume that but no no that was all done through our pocket in fact I think it had a budget of only like $450 alright let's make that clear this was their budget this was yeah. their passion project yeah. they put together our passion project that all the actors did it for free everybody worked on it for free um, the person who shot it did it for free. Phil Anderson, who works B camera on Portlandia and does some really cool stuff. He's a nice. great, great cinematographer um, and sound guy. It was awesome. I mean, we we had some really, really top notch people on there. But it's a, yeah, it's a passion project. Oh. And so, I mean, we obviously hope that it would do something and go somewhere, and we're still hoping that. Um, but uh, you know that's that that's what it is. So any, if if anybody wants another one, I mean, you kind of have to show us the money because mm. we can't just yeah. keep doing that, or else we're just going to do another crazy concept that has nothing to do with this. That's right. that's kind of how we roll. So, gosh, yeah, I'm yeah. just looking at this. I mean, but I mean, it's only been out for a little over a week. A little over a week, yeah. Uh, seven, insane. eight days, eight days, and it's what six hundred. Where is it at now? Uh, right uh, now, six seven four eight eight nine. Yeah, six seven four eight eight nine. That probably went up five thousand since we just last checked. Oh my god! So it's been <laughs> it's <laughs> been pretty that, unreal. Okay, have you been hearing from people that maybe like you haven't talked to for a long time? Yeah. That, who want who want our viewings on their uh, movies? Uh, can we can, can <laughs> yeah. we we'll we'll donate the next ten minutes to anybody who calls right now? No, I just, uh, our our viewings. No, uh, <laughs> no, uh, we do. We get a lot of people who've called. Um, some people have come out of the woodwork, um, and it's been fun. It's just. Uh, it's been exciting, especially for Portland, you yeah. know, which, I mean, we just came off the whole 48-hour film festival thing that was local, and uh, but we, don't, we do a lot of groovy things here in Portland it's that uh, doesn't get its notoriety, and uh, but this is definitely, I think, one of the bigger narrative projects that has come out in Portland in a long, long while, so oh, it's been cool. really Well, are great. you working on anything else uh, currently? Um, well, me, myself, and I am... Uh, uh, in a couple weeks, I'm starting production on a really cool sci-fi. Uh, nice. <laughs> where <laughs> I actually play a villain, but unfortunately, it's not funny as much as it is really super damn cool. And it's going to be visual um, going across the board. Another director, my name of uh, Chris, his last name is Buchel. So it's Chris Buchel. And he's got this hell of a uh, good idea. And the name is... Uh, is going to be called Reality Check is the name of that one. Nice. Yeah. And so I'm going to play a villain in that one. I'm going to be really mean and badass and a little bit more understated than you've seen me when I was drunk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited about that one. Well, where um, can people find out more info about you? I know that you might have just started a Twitter page. <laughs> I just started a Twitter. <laughs> when I was asking I, you. I, yeah, you gotta, okay. Everybody was telling me I have to do a Twitter because this thing is going fucking viral and it's all over Twitter right now. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I started about 40 minutes ago. <laughs> so I am Blue Couch Dude. Yeah. Blue, blue Couch, couch dude. dude. Now, Blue Couch, do you own a Blue Couch? I, uh, well, I own a... I own a multimedia co- or co-own a multimedia company called Blue Couch Media. Oh, awesome. And we've done a lot of film work and do other various things and really fun stuff. So, awesome. 
Um, so that's bluecouchmedia.com and uh, anywhere from commercial to short film narrative and, and web design and logo design and all that stuff. So uh, when I'm not acting, I'm, you know, I'm helping businesses and other people, um, you know, succeed in life. It's fun. Well, it looks like it's you're being very successful in life right now. Absolutely. Oh, I look, that. What do you mean? I look like I'm being successful? <laughs> Does that I require a cheers? Yay. Thank <laughs> oh, you, I baby. Have any, I can't cheers on an empty glass. Oh. It's, it's bad luck. <laughs> oh, good. So is our, is our time up? You know, I, and you know, another thing is right before we... Um, we did this or, or premiered this. I dislocated my shoulder completely, and so I could barely oh. move my arm right oh, now. Oh, damn! God. And no, it was the most painful thing in my life. Um, but I do believe that with every bad thing that happens, a good thing happens, mm-hmm. or vice versa. I'm in that yin yang thing, or whatever. So I ho- anyway, I hope this interview didn't go too well because I don't want to like get run over on the way out. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be good. Don't worry. It was All terrible. Right. Cool. It was terrible. Awesome. Things will just get, keep getting better. And did anybody believe I was drunk? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> totally sober, this guy right here. Oh yeah, nope. I can verify all apple juice. It's true. I'll get onto Reddit right it was now. And delicious, post about delicious it. apple juice. Can you a little more? Just, just time it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I'll fi- refill you. But I do. Are we done? Yeah, we're the, well. This is the uh, the wrapping music. However, we still have as much. Anyway, I do, I do, I, I do want to just. I, well, that's all. There you go. I, I've got plenty. Okay. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I do want to thank everybody that did work on it. You know, the cast, the crew. Um, Give your Oscar speech. I, ju- I yeah. just, I, I, yeah, you Cast, went, <laughs> Thank you, thank you for this. You this just time. won Best Actor on a YouTube video. What do you say? <laughs> Which well, I don't know about that. I could, I could give a ton of Oscars for this, um, but, uh, but since you're giving it to me, um, I'm, <laughs> I love every single one of my cast and crew. Um, the people that worked on it, every, uh, down to the Wranglers that kept us standing up um, between takes. <laughs> Um, I just I just love you guys, and I think this has been a really special thing that could never have happened if all the elements weren't put together in the most perfect, perfect form. It could have been a big old mess. It could have been, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, I think. you know, uh, you, Some of you hate it out there. I don't understand you. You, fuck, you don't understand comedy. But others that do love it, I love you, and, uh, and those, uh, again, those that hate it, just watch it again. You'll love it. You'll love it the second, third, fourth, fifth time you see it. Fuck it, I guarantee it. Keep it refresh. Keep hitting refresh. <laughs> Fuck it, I guarantee it. There we go, right there. <laughs> and drink, you're drunk. <laughs> Greg James. Greg James. Seriously. Portland superstar. Star drunk. Go watch Star Drunk. And uh, if you're in Japan, watch them on television tomorrow is sometime. We do have the some Japanese is. listeners. We do, actually. Let's see if we can get somebody to record it, actually. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have some listeners in Japan, so... Yeah, maybe they can record it and uh, and watch whatever happens on that. Oh my god! What is Japanese? Are, do they, are they? I mean, I hate are, to ask are, this, are they speaking English? Yeah. Uh, well, we've been asked to subtitle it, so we'll see what happens. I don't. I don't know. We're we're going to speak English. Well, whatever English is formed from our intoxication tonight. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, it's going to be fun. And uh, but anyway, um, anyway, everybody out there, whatever, go home. You're drunk. <laughs> that is awesome, Greg. <laughs> All right. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Follow Blue Couch Dude on Twitter and at Funemp Radio on Twitter. Woo. Star Trek is amazing. Yes. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Both of you, Greg's squared. The All Greg Show. You. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 